0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Off we go to the Helderberg. We get to spend some quality time with Elma Pollard. She's uh, the executive director of the Green Times, an eco consultant and a coach. Morning to you, Alma Pollard. A busy time for you, I'm sure. Good morning, yes, no, so much going on, hey. Yeah, and uh, in, in the area of health, and that's another area, I'd love to speak to you about that one day. I know this uh, your plate is so full. So here's just a quick question, just to get us into our time together. Uh, are people more awake now to their need for health and to keep things as natural as possible? Are, we, are you feeling this sort of avalanche building of people saying, we need to take more care of our health, but we need to do it in a more holistic way?
1: Yes, I do think that's one of the the, the COVID lessons, and there have been many. And, you know, we can always find lessons in things if we are that way inclined. Mm. But, yeah, people are more aware of the role of the immune system, I would say. Yeah. And, and that speaks to integrative medicine, which is where I work. So, yeah, I think it's a good thing, you know, with a big expansion of suddenly ginger and garlic, the stuff yes. we have always, I never make a meal without, you know. So, no, it's great. It's very good.
0: So let's move to one of the headline stories on the Green Times. It's called Industrialized Food Systems Will Not Feed South Africa. Uh, it would seem that some people are coming with ideas of how agriculture should be working and Africa as a, as a continent is responding and saying a lot of this stuff is not working for us. We need to change the way that we do things.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, people in Africa have over the centuries developed their food production systems with traditional knowledge, with seeds being handed down, with understanding the soil, with protecting the soil, mm. with understanding the climate, etc. But unfortunately, you know, under Western pressure, also they've created this chemical in- industry. Really, mm. chemical farming, large-scale farming, monocropping. And they call it the green revolution, which is such a misnomer, because this was or this also happened in India, and some ten years ago, ten thousand farmers committed suicide as a result. Really? So these systems basically create a dependency. You know, a big business comes in and says, "Okay, we're going to show you how to up your production. Um, Monocrop, plant the same crop over and over in the same soil, um, without rotation, but we'll give you." extra inputs, chemicals, chemicals Mm. to, to, to make the soil deliver more. But in the process, you are destroying the soil. You're destroying the fertility in the soil. You're destroying the soil microorganisms. In fact, in the end, you become so dependent on these chemicals that they have all the power. So it ends up with a small group of elite people making a lot of money but of vulnerable people on the ground who can then no longer feed themselves. Yeah. And what, why this story has also come up now is that COVID-19 has brought to light that massive, massive hunger unfolded because of the, the pandemic. Mm. And it's shown that people are not able to look after themselves on the ground when pandemics strike. And we do know that there will be more of these things. So people have, be, have, made, have been made vulnerable instead of having their own authority and looking after themselves, which is the way of Africa. Mm. Um, so, you know, this story is really about a letter by the South African Faith Communities Institute and other faith communities across Africa who are concerned about the fact that um, the Bullham and Linda Gates Foundation are supporting this chemical drive mm. into Africa this large-scale industrial farming. Um, and that also includes, of course, bio, um, um, uh, um, genetically modified seeds. It means that people don't have th- authority over their own seeds anymore. They're not allowed to save seeds. Can you, become, can you believe that becomes wow. illegal? Um, so really, authority and autonomy is taken out of people's hands, and, and it's not making people more resilient for the future.
0: I'm so confused by this. Um, and I think it happens in many places. It's almost this idea of we're going to tell you how it should be. And then there's such a need for the funding or the financing or the, I don't know, whatever is needed that it becomes a, I will bow to your you, what you're telling me to do even though I know better. I mean, one feels like that happens and has been happening for such a long time. Uh, and somewhere someone needs to say, no, we appreciate this. Let's talk about it. Let's do this together as opposed to be dictated to.
1: Well, now, my fortunately, the faith communities have been gathering data on how this makes people more vulnerable and not the opposite. I mean, the promises are, oh, we're going to help you with food security. And that is, you know, hitting people in their most vulnerable place. Of course, we all need food security. We need to feed our children. That's our top priority as Mm. every single human being. So... Then And then a whole bunch of money is flushed. But long term, they are finding their lives away. And so the faith communities have come together and said, we have to stop this. We have to get a letter through. And they said, literally, as people of faith who honor the Almighty and we care and we're concerned about creation, we stand behind ecological um, um, agriculture only. Mm. So it's other words farming in harmony with nature and we have learned now and again with COVID it became into sharper focus that living in harmony with nature is the only way that human beings can keep a little place here in the sun, otherwise nature will take us out so I think this is an incredibly important letter um, for anybody who cares to Mm -hmm. sign, we are part of Africa, whatever impacts everybody, impacts us Um, you know, we are all really one. Mm. So we need to promote um, systems, resilient systems that can take us into the future and and feed our children.
0: Yeah, you'll find the link to that open letter um, at the bottom of the story on thegreentimes.co.za. It's called Industrialized Food Systems Will Not Feed Africa. Alma, I'm struggling just to piece this thing together in my head and and I know it's not a, a, a simple answer, But we've been doing subsistence farming has been existing for the longest time. And we're talking about from the book of Genesis here, you know, being able to to provide food for yourselves and your closer community. Um, Why are we not why do we not stand up for what we know works? Do you, do you just think it's... I'm trying, I'm trying to get my question across here in a way of saying, instead of just sitting back and saying, well, because they have money or because they come from the USA or from Europe or wherever, we must now listen. with this whole idea of this works for us and we know what we are doing. It, you know, why, why is it taking us so long to take that stand?
1: I think people are also pushed down by the so-called sort of superiority of so-called educated people. Mm. Actually, people who on the ground grow food have traditional knowledge of nutritious, locally produced, adapted foods and medicines. Mm. They have the education that they need.
0: Yes.
1: And, and, and tertiary education isn't the answer when it comes to feeding your family. But there is this top-down approach. We know what is better. We're going to make the world easier for you. you know, mm. Of course, growing food is work. But you know what? It's good work. Your body is outside and in the sun, and there's a lot of breathing that comes with it. But the superiority of the West, you know, has destroyed so much of Africa. And, and we have the knowledge now. It doesn't work, and we have to stand up for this.
0: And Find out more and if you agree with what uh, Elmer has been talking about this morning, an opportunity for you to read that letter and go and sign it on thegreentimes.co.za. Elmer Pollard, always a pleasure connecting with you. I love the way you think. It's so different to a lot of the way other people think. I always enjoy our conversations. Appreciate your time. We know you're a busy lady and uh, we wish you a wonderfully green and beautiful sunshine Wednesday.
1: Thank you. Have a super day. Mm